Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees. I know, you know, we know why. I know, you know, we know why. You feeling my baseline, feeling my, feeling my baseline. You feeling my baseline, you feeling, you feeling my baseline. Good morning or afternoon if you're on the East Coast and welcome into Salt Live. This is Sports on Tap and this is episode of 442 of that being said with George and myself, Sammy Jarjour. Welcome in. Happy Friday. Happy Friday the 13th, which I got a couple questions for you about that in a minute. But I'm your co-host, Sammy Jarjour. And I'm George Jarjour and we're coming at you live and direct from the Salt Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for tuning in today, whether it be on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube.com slash on sports. Sammy, what is this? This is Sports Radio Redefined. Welcome in. Friday the 13th. This is our not-so-casual Fridays. Um, you know, we're usually in t-shirts. Sometimes we wear like a casual button-up, but we're usually not too dressed up. But on Fridays, we like to go a little what we call not-so-casual Fridays because obviously a lot of companies do casual Fridays. Uh, just since it, most of just, our days are casual. Yeah, so. every, every day of my life is casual day except for Friday. So we're just going to – we start dressing up on Fridays. Sometimes, like him, we go for blazers. Sometimes we go for the dress shirt. Sometimes I might be wearing a tie. I've gone T-shirt with the blazer. We, we change it up. Just somewhat not fully casual just is not, the goal. Yeah, just don't wear the T-shirt with, like, nothing. With nothing, exactly. So – Today is Friday the thirteenth, George. Yes, it is. Um, before on, we get into our topics, we have a couple to, topics. I'm trying not to spill my coffee. I'm trying to be careful when I'm driving. I'm trying not to speed. Don't touch your cell phone when you drive, which you shouldn't do anyway. There's just so many different things you gotta be careful with today, Sam. Yeah, and uh, that's why I wanted to ask you. I know there's one superstitious person here, and there's one that is not. George, yes. do you believe in the curse of Friday the thirteenth? I don't know. I haven't decided if I really believe in it yet, but I like to err on the side of caution because I have no idea whether or not it is cursed or not. I'd rather, you know, just stay on the safe side. Does that make sense? I mean, what, why should I be sorry if I just, you know, kind of mock Friday the 13th? If you mock Friday the 13th and comes back to bite you in the ass, that's not going to be me. I'm going to respect Friday the 13th. I, uh, I have no fear of Friday the 13th. I think it's all. I think it's all baloney. It's all the right. same thing every single day of your life. Be careful today. I, nothing's happened to me on Friday the thirteenth. I've actually had worse things happen to me, not on Friday the thirteenth. So I don't want to be careful today. What you just said is the person that would something would happen because you're saying be careful. You don't got to no. be careful. You no, got to live your life the same way as it always is because right, there is no curse okay, on Friday the thirteenth. Be careful. I'm telling you. I, don't mock. I would appreciate if you if just really quick before you tell me to be careful one more time. I'd appreciate if you tell me not to be careful anymore, because when you say that now, I feel like you're actually cursing me. So what? let's not say be careful because I don't need to be careful. That's like telling somebody, oh, you're about to drive. Don't crash. Don't crash. Don't crash. Don't die. Because then it's like, oh, God, like now I think I'm going to die. That's a good point. But that, that's not the point of this. The point of this is just to respect Friday the 13th. That's all. Just respect it. 
I respect it like I respect any other day. So it is just a day. So (laughs) don't forget that. Welcome in, though, and happy Friday. Uh, Devin was asking, is this 12.15 Pacific? It is 10.15 Pacific time, but it was 12.15 Central time, which I think that's the time zone that you'd be in. in I think Texas is Central, right? So maybe it it actually calculated to your correct time zone, which I hope it does. Yeah, it it does do that usually, I think, except sometimes on ours, it's me and Samuel have different time zones. Yeah. Which is weird. It's (laughs) it's odd. Uh, Devin said he was born on Friday the 13th, on the 13th hour. That's pretty crazy that is pretty insane so I, i'm assuming you don't believe in the spell of friday the 13th because i don't and uh sammy michael says george don't spill exactly and thank looking you. good boys thank you uh quite speaking of time zones have you ever i think something i always wonder when does the time zone change like where how about you live on the border of two time zones uh, well, I mean, there's obviously, it's like saying, when does a city border change? That's it's whenever there's a line. Okay, that's way different than a city border. I can be in the same city, nothing really changes. But if I live on one, like on this street right here, and then this street right here on the left is a different time zone, that'd be freaking weird. I, yeah, but I, what was your question again? Say that again. I wonder, do they do like time zone changes like in the middle of nowhere? Or is there like actual cities that are in the time zone changing areas? It, it is it is like a line, like like a state border. I'm telling you, it's like a line. And so, as weird as it sounds, but like, think about. It. I, I know that sounds weird, but it's not that weird because there has to be somewhere where it changes. Right. I know. I understand that, but I wonder if they do it like only like that line is not a straight line. It's kind of a curved line. I wonder if they just do it in the middle of nowhere. That way, like no one lives like on the border of two. Towns. Oh, you're saying like they do it like through the desert? Yeah, exactly. Like Vegas, it's like oh okay, like yeah, nobody... no one really lives here. But I don't know if that'd be actually like geographically possible to make the line through the entire nation or like through different spots all through the middle of nothing. Right, I have I have no idea. I I don't even know. But I just think it'd be crazy if you lived like your next door neighbors at 11 a.m. and you're at 12. Yeah, it would kind of be crazy, but sometimes not. Like, if you look at certain states, I think it's just as crazy where there's, like, that one. Is it, I think it's Utah, whatever. There's those four states where there's a point where you could literally, like, stand on the X and you're in all four states at once. Yeah, but nothing really changes when yeah, you're in different state. states. What is yeah. time? It's like, what is state? What is time? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> what is time? Exactly. So, it's it's obviously, it. it I feel like it's, uh, it's confusing, but it's kind of like one of those things that we make more confusing See, in our head. Look, Devin made a great point here. For example, Knoxville, Tennessee. What if you have a dentist appointment for 8 a.m., but you live down the street from the time zone change? Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> no, I'm not you saying, don't find that interesting? I do find it interesting, but I'm telling you, what is time? I'm, I'm just taking it to another level, I, I think. It's just kind of like, what is the state border? What is time? I, it is crazy, but at the same yes, time, it's it, like... No, yeah, what is time, really? Like, why do we have to... Have a certain time. I'm telling you, yeah, we yeah. live in like a weird existence where time matters, even though it kind of doesn't. And so I was just saying, uh, to, I'm saying it's interesting, but it's not shocking because there has to be somewhere where there's a line. There has, right. even though well, it's I a, guess o- Knoxville, Tennessee is the point. Yeah, and uh, even if it's awkward or weird, it's like, what's the other option, right? right, right I know, just not it's, have a time. We can't have one time. Well, we That's could. my point. No, we couldn't because of the way the sun rises and sets. Like yeah. it would make no sense that if the sun was coming up at six a.m. in New York, that it's six a.m. here while it's pitch black in the middle of the night. <laughs> Why would I? No, it would be fine with me. Think about it. Then all of a sudden, it's like, well, you just don't wake up at six a.m. You just people start their days at different times. Yeah. I think this this got way more complex, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I, it it wouldn't make any sense <laughs> to me. Um, so. 
Omar says Friday the 13th has something with uh, Pagan and good luck, but so far it's been screwed up here in my shop. Everything got a whack. Don't believe in it. But don't believe in it. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Uh, What's up, Omar? Been a while. What is up, man? <laughs> he commented on my video yesterday on Facebook. So right. I know he's around somewhere. All right. So make sure you guys, you guys go uh, check us out on Twitter, like our personals and on Facebook. We have a personal page. It's always tagged on Instagram. We're, I'm, we're both putting on new content all the time. We're trying to, you know, always expand our content as well. And let's get into some real topics today, George. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the World Cup. The World Cup, Croatia, France are playing. And I kind of, you know, today's a little bit slower day in sports. We have, I will give our predictions, I guess, on who's going to win or who we're rooting for. I don't really know that much about either team. But I kind of wanted to open up a topic that I've been thinking about because Croatia has 4-point-something million people. The United States has 350 million people or so. And Croatia's in the World Cup final. The United States is not in the World Cup final. And I really believe that maybe an advantage is not to be such a big nation when it comes to to trying to be good at soccer or be that good at the World Cup. I think Croatia actually has an advantage of being a small country because these guys and their systems of playing soccer as a national team in such a small country is you're able to, first of all, highlight these guys who are, you know, mega good athletes at a young age. You can put them in a system where they're playing with each other at a really young age. For us, if we want to, I mean, these teams develop their national teams when they're like 11, 12 years old. I mean, people know there's 12-year-olds right now who are part of that program in London, in England or France, and they know that they're, you know, on the right track to become part of a World Cup team. But the United States being such a large country and so vast in population, I think it's really hard to get together a group of kids and put them in an academy and put them, you know, to grow together and become a good World Cup team. Because first of all, the system in California with the way they play soccer might be different than the system in New York where they play soccer or Washington or Florida. And at the same time, that travel distance to have those kids play together for a long time is nearly impossible. While Croatia being such a small country, you can probably get those kids together year-round, traveling to different parts of the country, different parts of Europe, playing against high-level competition. I'm just wondering, and I don't know if this is just a theory, is the United States, how big and diverse it is, not allowed us to have a good system to where all these people play together and my last point Sammy, a question for you you played uh like uh, football here right uh when peewee football remember the, the bellevue wolverines they ran that wish was it the wishbone what's their name of that offense uh wing, bone, t. wing t the wing t right they started that wing t when they're what six seven years old and then they play together and then they go to high school together and, and they, then they illegally recruit players from other. that's yeah. really why they were good they, yeah, but, they they're not good anymore now yeah but that's <laughs> but that system and or nebraska football nebraska football for so long because they used the, all the state of nebraska or all the state of texas where they did that uh, Friday Night Lights. They all run the same system. So when you have people running the same system for so long together, I think you find it better to recruit, better to develop, and to have a cohesive team. Now, it's just a theory, but I don't know what could we do to make the United States better. And my thing is maybe just like a countrywide system of, hey, we play this style of football, and let's have the whole country sort of play this style of course there's going to be variations i don't know what's your thoughts this is i, I, I think no I, I i i i hate to just 
flat out disagree, but I don't think it has anything to do with it. I mean, you look at the rankings. Croatia is 20th in the world. Yeah. The U.S. is 25th. I mean, they're not... The, you got to remember too. A lot of these things that have to do with not making the World Cup also depends on what group you're in when you're qual- trying to qualify. Okay, but look at the rest of a group that we were trying to qualify against. We don't have many people, and we're the highest ranked team in that group, and we didn't qualify. Okay, so we didn't didn't play good. That's that's different than so. Then you're telling me that there's a problem of Germany because they didn't go that far in the World Cup. No, they just didn't play that well for this little stretch. U.S. is 25th in the world world rankings, mm-hmm. which is right up there with the Croatia's, Sweden, Costa Rica, Italy, Wales, Netherlands, Colombia, Mexico. Um, and Mexico is better than us in, the, in our group. Is it? Uh, yeah, okay. they're 15th in the world. So uh, we do have good good teams like in our area. And I mean, we're right there with, we're ahead of smaller countries like Slovakia and Romania and Paraguay and Venezuela, which is a, a Hispanic country, which you would think maybe is probably better than the U.S., and Serbia, and all these other countries. Uh, Like, we're talking about 200 countries. We're 25th. Yes, but we're also maybe the richest country, and we have the most resources. So I I think to be the 25th with the resources we have is massively underachieving. It's not underachieving. I think they're overachieving as of right now. If they made the World Cup, it'd be overachieving right now because not overachieving. I think that'd be what they're supposed to be achieving. But I don't think missing the World Cup is necessarily underachieving that much because it's not the main sport in the country. This is not about, you know, the size of the country. It's about what that country is 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 doing as like a as their main sport. I mean, here's the thing. If Croatia's main sport was baseball, they probably wouldn't be in the World Cup finals, even though they're a small country. You, you look at t- England was in the final four. They have 51 million people. D- d- is that because they're small? No, they're a pretty big country. And they just happen to have in- uh, England's one of their biggest sports is or their biggest sport it's is soccer. soccer. You have places everywhere. Look at the list like Germany. What's their biggest sport? Soccer. Mm-hmm. Brazil. Soccer. Belgium. Portugal. Argentina. Switzerland. France. All these countries, their main sport is soccer. And then if you go past USA, uh, who's 25th in the world, probably the next 100, probably like 90 of them, their biggest sport is probably just soccer as well. Right. And U.S. is still up there. Where soccer, it depends who you ask, probably in America. What would you say soccer is in America? The fourth largest sport. After what? Basketball, football, baseball? baseball. I'd say fourth. Yeah. The, I, I, and I don't know the numbers. And I, 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 I don't you probably either. don't either. I, it, just, I'm sure those three for sure. But there could be another sport even that might have more people playing in, in youth or high school, no, like volleyball I, or I, hockey. I think soccer, if I'm, if I'm correct, is the second most played sport in the country. Second most played? Yes. What are the more popular? Uh, what to, to actually playing like uh, youth participation? I think it was basketball and then soccer. And if we're gonna add girls, I believe it's soccer's number one. You know, combined men and women. Look at the women's team in, in the United States has won multiple worlds. It uh, so. well, according to Livestrong, yeah. basketball is number one. According to ESPN, the most popular sports for uh, oh, this is for girls. Actually, for girls, it's basketball, baseball, softball, t-ball. Football drops to third place. Interesting. Or for boys. Oh, this is all over. Okay. So it's basketball, baseball, football, and then soccer. soccer. So and then volleyball and track and field. Right. And that's where I was saying there's even sports like volleyball and golf here that a lot of these small countries, they don't go have golf teams but with they, their kids. But then the women's win the World Cup. We've won two women World Cups. So that means we have the ability to win World Cup. We have 350 million people, 
and we are one of the richest countries in the world. I think we have the ability to, 25th is underachieving. The United States, with their resources, if they put it the right, you know, the right plan behind their resources could be the best team in the world just because of the amount of athletes we have and the population we have. And the, when you develop, I mean, the United States probably can develop athletically better than anyone else. It's not about the resources, though. It's about what the kids want to play. So that's where I don't think, I don't think we're seeing eye to eye here is that there are kids in other countries that their option, if you're athletic, is like, Soccer and basketball. There's your full option. Right? Like Croatia, there's seven basketball players in the NBA, mm-hmm. which is a big number from international, but still, like, you're in Croatia, you're probably growing up playing soccer, or then it's like maybe some, some basketball. Yes. In America, it's like, hi, I'm Aaron Judge, this massive athlete. Hi, I'm Steve Nash, right? I'm a great soccer player from Canada, whatever, but I play basketball in the NBA. We have all these different people. LeBron James, our greatest athlete, he could probably be the, one of the best goalies ever, like, for his athleticism and size. But guess what? He's going to go play basketball for X amount of dollars in this amazing league and live this great life. The athletes here have more choices to play what they want to play when they're growing up. Absolutely. As, lo- as well as it, it's just it's about the culture here, too. I mean, as a let's say we have a lot like the young African-American kids that are dominating in sports like football and basketball in America. They is part of the part of the culture is not to just go play soccer. That doesn't yeah, mean there's not outliers that do it, but. That's not what they want. So for me, you're telling me that the size of the country is the reason that Croatia is a big, could play a big part in this, but then you got to go look at the numbers. They're the second smallest country to ever make it, which shows that th- it, these tiny countries, their size, really don't make it often. Yes, I agree with that. I'm just saying I think they're – I'm not saying that's the only reason they're good. I just think that having a system is my point. I think having a, when you have a smaller country – and a, a country that's that it's small, not only in population, but in proximity, it's a small, I mean, square footage wise, it's really small or square miles. I think you could really put together a really, really cohesive system. And when you start kids on a system at 11, 12, 13 years old, by the time they're 25, 26, and they've been playing with each other for 15 years, I think that's a huge advantage. That's not possible in America, though. I so know it's not. That's, that's what I'm saying. That was my, my point, yeah, the whole point of my argument. But you're saying because of them being a smaller country, to me, it's not just that. It's because they're also there's not other options of playing. Because here in America, like everybody plays multiple sports. Absolutely. So it, it's, it's, I would say, more than being just a small Because in England, they're not small, and they have right. a system. But because, they also have a small proximity. I mean, compared to the United States, England is small in mass. I'm not, I'm not saying it's the only reason that they're good. I'm just saying it's an advantage. Just like in Nebraska, it's an advantage that the whole high school systems used to run the uh, wishbone offensive. And the university, the kids went to the University of Nebraska, and then those kids went on to win multiple national championships. I just think the proximity helps. I'm not saying it's the only reason. Obviously, it's not the only reason. I think it's more about what the top athletes in the country choose to do at a young age, which it depends on how popular the sport is. Basketball in America, right? The USA basketball team has no system. Every single player has a different style. All the greats in the NBA right now have different styles of play. You throw them all together because they're so athletic and so good. They don't need no system. They go dominate every other country. And that's because our top athletes here, which like you're saying, 
there's so many amazing athletes here. Our top athletes choose certain sports like basketball. So when they go to a world competition, mm -hmm. they dominate regardless of a system. Well, all these players grew up in different states, different systems, mm -hmm. different AAU programs, different high school programs, different colleges, play different styles or different sizes. Yeah. Um, so there's so many sports in America that our top athletes are choosing different ones. So maybe in, in your to your arguments point would be the fact that maybe because it's a small country, there's not much else offered, which mm -hmm. causes the cohesiveness. But I wouldn't go with just the fact that it's a small country, which, which makes it makes them have a style necessarily, but maybe yeah. it's, it forces them to only have so many options. Yes. But I mean, you made a point there that I want to kind of revisit. Look at the United States basketball team when they didn't have a system, when they didn't play together for multiple years and when they didn't take the United States um, you know, national team seriously in basketball. What happened? We went to the Olympics and got our ass kicked against Spain. One time. What? Yes, but that's because that was a system and they played with each other for a long time. I'm not saying, like I said, it's not the only reason, but I think having a system and a cohesive system is really important. I, I think it's it'd be imperative to success. I really do. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying... Now, obviously, having the best athletes is more important to success. That's the number one most important thing is obviously having the best players, correct? Yes. That, that's number one. But at the end of the day, systems in place are also very important is what I believe, too. I, I'm, I'm still going to disagree. I'm just like, let's go through the FIFA World Cup winners, okay. right? So this is why I'm telling you, America to me is not that much underachieving, first of all. I think they're they slightly underachieved by not making the World Cup, but when they've, they've made it, how many years before that or how many times before that like four or five six yeah. times um and the reason i don't think this is necessarily like, oh because Croatia is a small country that makes them play a system it, it's really about what that country represents itself as in america you represent yourself as what a football basketball type of country mm -hmm. baseball while these other countries they're born to play soccer like this is if you're going to play a sport you're playing soccer right that's why the last Let's just go over the last, since the 1970s, World Cup winners are Argentina, soccer country, Italy, soccer country, Argentina, Germany, Brazil, France, Brazil, Italy, Spain, Germany. Yeah, you know, like, I understand that. That's I mean, why it's, it's not, it, Germany's a pretty big country, right? Not by proximity as well. I mean, compared the to the United States. The proximity doesn't matter. It's still but so they, many people. They have a system. Everyone knows what the German soccer system is. Yeah. Okay. These, so you're telling me because Croatia is smaller with less people, that's why they have a system. But Germany, we could talk about square foot, like how many square feet a country is. But still, there's a lot of people in a country. All these German kids did not grow up on the same team. If you're no, one part they, of Germany, but they, but they grew up together in that world in those academies. They do a really good job, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're right. I agree with you. It's not the only thing. I think the athletes and the culture are number one. But you can't. You want to tell me that a system is not important for the for Croatia being small and being able to be cohesive, or for Argentina to be cohesive, or for Brazil to be cohesive, or for the, if the United States was cohesive and had a system in place, you don't think that would help them? But what kind of? I mean, I, I'm just like because you you talked about population to start this thing, right? And then it's Croatia has four million people, and we're comparing yeah. it to places like Argentina with almost 50 million brazil that has 194 million people I know. I'm, I'm using just croatia and as an example i'm saying give croatia a i'm saying it's giving croatia an advantage i didn't say everyone has the same it works the same for every person i'm saying it gave croatia an advantage that they were able to have a cohesive system 
Yeah, I'm just and I just disagree. I okay, think they're the second smallest country to ever make a World Cup final, which shows that mm-hmm. it's an anomaly. So if it wasn't an anomaly, I would say it's it would be because of the size. And I'm not disagreeing with you on your premise. I'm disagreeing or on the final conclusion of why the U.S. isn't necessarily in it. I'm just disagreeing with the fact that it's because of it's a small it being a small country. Because the small part of the country has nothing to do with it. It's what you've been talking about, which is there's a system. And if one doesn't have a system, that's a problem. But that has nothing yeah. to do with the size of the country. Because you can have a giant country right. that has a soccer system, but you can have a tiny country that has a soccer system. So I'm just saying your original that's, theory was the reason they have a system is because they're so small. And that's why it helps. Yes. I, said, I was using them as an example. The, re- the, the only reason they're good is not because they're small, obviously. I'm just saying... It helped them be able to have a cohesive system, I think, with their size of their country. And, but that's what I'm but saying. But to my point, is I, I agree with you 100% yeah. on you have to have a system. And that's why these countries mm-hmm. are so good because that's why Germany, they have their right. system, Brazil, Argentina. But those countries are huge in population. They still have their system. And right. then you look at Croatia, they're the second, like I said, the second smallest country ever to make the World Cup final, which shows that these small countries mostly didn't have good systems, yeah. even though they're small. So they're the anomaly, which yeah, is which means it doesn't mean that's what helped them. That just means that they were the outlier, you know, like because if it wasn't an outlier, wouldn't we have more small countries that use that as an advantage to have a great system? I believe that's why Greece went far in the World Cup a few years ago. I believe that's why a country like Iceland was able to make it to the European uh, Championship. A country like Portugal won the European Championship. A country like Spain, which is so small in size. Also, one. How many people are in Spain? I, I'm not talking about the the size of a country as far as proximity, proximity, like how small by square miles. Is what, what does I'm talking square about. miles have to do? If there's 46 million people in a country and somebody lives on one side of the country and other person lives on the other side, yes. that's like me saying because can, somebody lives in Spokane, Washington, I'm gonna have the same style no, as them. No, but you can you have an academy and you put these kids in an academy. From a young age okay. and put them in that system. Yes, you're right about that. It's about the system. It's not about right. the size of the country. But I'm saying if the size of a country is an advantage, if it's smaller because you can have a cohesive system. How much how much harder would it be in the United States to have a system with a kid, kids in Washington, Florida, New York, California versus Croatia, which is what the size of less than Western well, Washington? They can actually get together and play all the actually, time. Actually, the. Uh, the basketball has a great system in America. AAU basketball has shaped every kid to play in the same type of system. Yes, and that's right? why we're so good. So it's possible. Yeah, it's, it's possible. So, what? So to my point again, you're a hundred percent right on half of this argument, where it's it's about a system, but it has nothing to do with the size of the country because. We've been able to do it very well here for other sports. Right? Has America not dominated a lot of sports in 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 Olympics? Yes, but the only individual sports. Basketball. Have we not? Damn, okay, have we not dominated a sport like American football? In we our were the only, we're the only one to play that sport. Uh, no, there's different types. So there's Canadian football. There's Australian football. We're the only one to play the American same. football. There's no and American so, football cup. But you know what? It, you know what I mean by this. It's not about the size. You can make sports very high end in the U.S. even with their size. And basketball has the same 100%, 100%. system. Hundred percent. Because they can do it. But I'm telling you, that's why it's about. Just, I think it's about what's the majority of people, right. you know, playing in this country. If the majority of people in America, their first idea was to play soccer, mm-hmm. then yeah, there would be an AAU circuit like basketballs for soccer, and yes. we'd probably be better. 
And yes, we did underachieve by not making the World Cup, but we're, but like my whole premise of this thing of this entire thing is it's like we're not we we shouldn't be number one in the world because right. it is not our number one sport. You but know, we so, should be number one in the world because of our. But that's advantages. like saying we should be number one in football, basketball, baseball. But like we shouldn't because if our top athletes. In Germany, if the top athletes choosing soccer, then they should be number one. But in in America, if our second or third or fourth tiers are picking soccer, then why should we still be better well, than everybody else? Because I have a question for you, and I, 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 this is why I think we should be number one. Do you really think it's the best athletes in the world play soccer? I mean, if you look at other countries, I mean, go wait, wait, hold on. Just do you see how many guys like LeBron James play soccer? Six foot eight, and not too many. They, those guys gravitate towards basketball. I don't think soccer necessarily is just about sheer. I think it's more. There is athleticism, obviously, but I don't believe that it's just sheer athleticism like basketball can be or football can be. I think there's a lot of skill involved, and I think that skill takes years to develop. Now, I'm not a soccer expert, so I think you know maybe someone who knows more about soccer should tell me if that's true. But I, I don't necessarily think if our best athletes like LeBron James and Kevin Garnett and played soccer would we really be that See, good not i'm just not about sure. that like croatia has eight nba players right yeah. the six nine guy that can't run that fast on the field is obviously going to go choose basketball right but like so lebron james is also an anomaly there's not that many six eight athletic human right. beings in the world and so for but there's no again, six foot eight guys in germany I, dirk nowitzki chose basketball. Well, here's the thing even the speedy young the six foot two athletic fast guy in america plays baseball and basketball and soccer maybe all in one year mm -hmm. right they don't just play they don't just go play soccer in an academy because that's not what they okay. want you look at i know he's watching right now commenting kit hawkins my friend right mm -hmm. he didn't just play soccer he's a six foot athletic guy that could have right. he was goalie for our soccer team but then guess what else he wanted to play baseball and when he was growing up he also wanted to play basketball he wanted to be with all his friends because that's what america offers and so Unless in, in that's why these other countries, I feel like, regardless of size, because you have places like Brazil that has 200 million people, mm -hmm. you have places like Croatia has 4 million. The number one sport, soccer, and if you're young and you're looking pretty athletic at a young age, and you're not, no offense to anybody, but you're not like a short, fat, like slow kid, right? Like you're, hey, a, you're like, a, there. Yeah, you're like, a, you're like, <laughs> you're like, athletic. All, all you did is describe me. Thanks. You were not fat when you were there. You're, yeah, you're, you're chubby. We were all, everybody's <laughs> chubby when they're young, though. I had some chubby years. And so, but if you're like a short, unathletic fat kid, yeah, you're not going to be part of their like soccer, the, the the country's soccer program. But if you're young and you look like you're from a good like athletic family, mm -hmm. they're going to put you in the system and you're going to love, I think you're going to love being part of that system because if you're a German kid growing up mm -hmm. and the dream is to like be on the Germany national team. In America, it's pretty rare for a, you ask a kid, what's your dream is to like, I'm going to play in the World Cup one day. It's usually, I'm going to make the NBA I'm going to make the NFL. I'm so, going to be this. Okay. Well, I mean, I think we both kind of agree and disagree with each other on this. So, I mean, we've kind of, you know, we're beating a dead horse now. But here's my question. What can we do to fix this? Well, at the end of the day, this is the United States. We care about winning. How, how can we take the steps to go compete to one day win a World Cup? Time heals all. Okay, that's I, that it. Way. Is that's literally the literally answer? Just wait. No, do you because, just keep doing the same thing? Don't you think? Yeah, because we're the twenty fifth best in the nation, right? So I know that it was disappointing not making the World Cup, and so it's it's yeah, one of those things. Spill. You didn't spill. No, you drop. I mean, it's we're twenty fifth in the world. So 
it, we're acting like, and it's not good that we didn't make the World Cup. Don't get me wrong. And it sucks, you know. We're better than we were. We're we're higher ranking than like seven or eight different teams that were in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. We're acting like U.S. is like a bottom tier team in the world. They're a top twenty-five team in the world. And time will heal all because there's going to be a certain point where American football fizzles out in America. And I'm telling you, it might be twenty years from now mm-hmm. with CTE problems and all these head injuries. American football is going to take a little bit of a step down, right? And soccer is going to slowly but surely grow. The MLS has just started to get a little bit of a kick in America. I'm not a big fan of it, but I have a lot of friends that watch MLS now. And there's more leagues coming and more European players coming. And it's going to get bigger and bigger and grow with time. And, yeah, you know, a big part of it could be, hey, we need a better coach, for example, for the U.S. team. Or, hey, maybe we need to start having better developmental coaches at the youth levels. Go find the areas where the best talent's coming from, wherever that is, whether that's from Seattle, San Francisco, New York, wherever it is. Find the cities that have the most soccer kids. I know Seattle's a pretty big soccer city in Portland, and let's try to put better AAU coaches or better development systems in those areas. But at the end of the day, it can't be fixed by next World Cup, and it it probably can't be fixed by the one after. But if we stay in the top 20... You know what it's going to take, too? We're going to be in the World Cup next time, probably. And if not, we're for sure in the one after, right? Because we're going to be in the top 25 again. If we make a decent run deep into the World Cup, while soccer is still really growing a lot, it's the fastest-growing youth sport in America, is what I read on on that on LiveStrong.com. It's the fastest-growing youth sport. So that's why I say time heals all, because... We can't speed up these kids that are now making it the fastest no, growing no, I agree sport. With that. But I, we're not going to be able to fix nobody right now that's in the eight to twelve, eight to twenty range. No, that's already done. That's, it's already done. That, that's well, maybe the eight to twelve you can. Eight to twelve ish. Yeah, but yeah, you but, want but, 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 with soccer players, you want those like six year olds that are like that, kicking balls. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with that hundred percent. But the point is, there has to be change because if we do the same thing, but like, remember what was that kid's name that was supposed to be the next huge soccer star? Freddie Adu. Remember him? Was he supposed to be like the next he big was thing? He supposed to be the next big <laughs> I know the thing. name, yeah. 15 years old, signed with the Washington uh, United or DC United or whatever his name is. I don't know where he is now. Never even made Las it. Vegas Knights. The Lights. Las- okay, well, the guy never, 15 year old was professional, but he was stayed in the United States. If he actually went and played in the English Premier League or went to Germany or went somewhere at the age 15 and developed. Maybe this guy would have been something big, but the United States doesn't do a good job of developing these young kids, unfortunately. So I think it's the development of kids is really important. Maybe better, like you said, better coaching. Uh, maybe more um, more emphasis on de- developing skills rather than athleticism. I'm not sure what it is, but there needs to be a fix because, look, with the amount of money the United States have, the amount of resources and the amount of people the United States have, 25th in the world, is definitely not cutting it. So I was reading about Freddie Adu. It's like it's a great name. Too. He blames he blames his career on himself. Like he's like I I he enjoyed himself. I a bit. took it a little too like because people were saying he's the next Pele. Like he was messy before Messi. He was supposed to be messy. Yeah. Than messy. If he if like that's also what it'll take one transcendent star. Yeah, where kids are like I want to be like him. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna take someone. We need. And this really is going to sound stupid, but we really need like someone that's really cool 
Like I agree. We need a like a Neymar in America. Yeah. Like he has neck tattoos and he's just like or David Beckham, mm-hmm. where kids we are like. A, so we, we need, need a badass guy on the icon. U.S. soccer. We need yeah. an icon. Like we need a badass. Like and sorry, it, and I, it can't be just like a standard white. Say, guy. It can't be Landon Donovan. Yeah, it can't be a standard <laughs> white guy. And I don't think it's. I love white people. I, I have a lot of white friends, but it can't be a standard white guy. It has to be a black guy. It has to be like a. It has to be either like a black or a really good Hispanic or like a David Beckhamish where it's like a British dude that was born in America, but that's like. Kit Hawkins says Landon Donovan was that for a while. Kit. It can't be Landon Donovan. It can't be Landon Donovan. Because that's only going to attract the white kids probably in America. Like you said, David Beckham. David Beckham is a British guy with neck tattoos, arm tats. Woman love him. Guys I didn't even know who him. Landon Donovan was for the longest time growing yeah. up. Landon that's Donovan, a, God, that guy's cookie cutter as it gets. Yeah, we, Michael Bradley. Yeah, we need non cookie cutter guy. Yeah, like we need the we need the LeBron James of soccer. Like yeah, that the guy that comes in that's, that's like a phenom and like he's like from the Freddy inner city. Adu, if Freddie Adu panned out, yeah. And this guy much. right now, everyone's talking about what's his name? Uh, Polinski, the guy on the national team now. George, get on your soccer game. Yeah, I forget his name, but that's not going to cut it either. Yeah, what's his name? Kristen, uh, Kristen something. Kristen Polinski, Polanski. Just type, type in, like, he plays in the German league. He's actually really good. But um, Polisic? Yeah, sure. It's Christian Polisic. Yeah. We have Clint Dempsey. See, watch this. Christian Polisic, pretty boring. Clint Dempsey, pretty boring. Actually, Dempsey's pretty badass, but, but he's, he's just not a, good enough. Bobby Wood... Michael Bradley's. I hate, got, I hate Michael Bradley. Josie Altador could have been like a little bit of. A, I don't know if I think he's, he's not, not that amazing. Enough. Yeah, he's not that amazing. So it's kind of tough. I they, they I think they just need someone that's not cookie. I, I agree. Let's get through some comments. All right. All right. Kit said. Also, how many pro sports are offered? USA has a pro system for basically every single sport, whereas other countries they may have one to three. But you know, soccer is one of those three. Yes. And for most of those countries, soccer is the number one. Is the number one of those three in the U.S. You could literally go play professional women's rugby or professional women's bikini football. There's a pro sport for everything, literally curling, like all these weird things. Um, the kid says they underachieve greatly by not making the World Cup because the system is very important, which is why the U.S. doesn't have a powerhouse soccer team. Size of country is a minimal advantage, I think. I think it's m- that most of these countries have pro soccer leagues and no other pro leagues, so the system only focuses on that one sport. And that was my ha- point. Yeah, but they also have other pro leagues. Yes, is, but is that not the number one that, that's, but That was exactly my point, is that the size is a minimal advantage, but it goes back to what that country represents. Because in America, even if America was the size of New York City, if basketball was as big as basketball was, guess what? we'd be a basketball country or, and that's just like, that's just how it works. It's what is your country? Like, what are the kids looking up to in this country? And if in once, if in whether it's in Croatia or in Brazil, where there's 200 million people, when kids wake up and want to watch the game in America, it's mostly not soccer. It's mostly baseball, basketball, football, and then soccer in other countries, it's soccer first. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's going to cause kids. I feel like to want to be part of the system even, you know, cause that's the other thing here. Are kids going to want to be part of, like, a soccer system in America right now? Uh, some. Some. Yeah. Not but, all. but you also got to remember, America, too, it's all about the social media, the glitz, the glory, the, like, I want to be a star one day, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. If you're a kid growing up in America, I, I feel like this could be wrong, but because it's such a – and I think it's a problem right now, but we're such a social media, I want attention-driven world right now that kids absolutely. are going to be like, if I'm a soccer player – 
Like, I'm not going to be that like, awesome, not, yeah, like that much absolutely. of a star. I agree with that. Like, I want to be, I want to be James Harden, have like an Adidas 300 million. Like, yeah. I'm going to be a star one day. Not, I want to be Landon Donovan, for example. Fair like, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Whether or not Landon Donovan's better than the. 12th guy on the bench for the Los Angeles Lakers right now, mm-hmm. I'd probably pick the life of the guy that's oh, on the bench of the Los oh, Angeles yeah. Lakers. Not, it's not even a question. Right? <laughs> for no. us, at least. It's not a question. William Samara says, George, size doesn't matter. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, you're yeah. the one who's... I, I, I was the one who's saying size doesn't matter. Huh? Oh. No, I was using it. Joyce. Size doesn't matter. It's how you work it. How you work it. It's the system. Actually, I was the one saying size doesn't matter. Yeah. And I said size doesn't matter, too. You're the one who's saying that your whole argument was about size. No, it wasn't. Uh, no, he's the size of a person, I think is what he's talking about. No, it's how you work the system. Size of the country, George. Come uh, I thought he was talking about size. Of course, he's not talking about that. It's how you work its system. That's when we were talking about countries. <laughs> I don't. I think because I, I was talking about Kevin Garnett. I don't know. Whatever. Soccer size takes a matter. lot of technical skills to develop. Soccer players are amazing athletes, but the skill behind it is what separates an athlete from a pro soccer player. Kid said, hey, that's also where U.S. soccer system sucks. Doesn't matter if you're a physical specimen built for soccer. Unless you can pay to play for high school teams, you're more than likely won't get the fo- founder seat. That seen. part I fucking hate, by the way. The whole pay to play in this traveling league. I'm, the kids in Brazil don't have money for a traveling league, and that kind of, like... Goes to my sister. Like, that was a little bit my point. You don't have to pay to play, which is important too. Yeah, but here's the difference. Tra- Once again, travel. here you don't have to pay to play, or you do have to pay to play inside Brazil. You don't, but then there's other sports here where you can choose to go play and get funded for, like AAU basketball teams can go get a Nike sponsorship yeah. and get funded to fly around the nation. So. Once again, it has nothing to do with size. It has to do about like what's the dominant sport here. If soccer was the dominant sport. Guess guess what the inner city kids would be finding a way to do, play sure, soccer. Yeah, true. yeah. So the system would make it happen. Uh, Devin said, "I have to agree a tad bit. I think the NFL is going to take a big drop. I hope it doesn't, but it will. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's going to. Uh, kid said it's going to take a system to overhaul, break us into an actual competitor in the World Cup in the future. Yeah, and who? But here's my question. Maybe Kit would know this better than us. But like, who leads this system? Like, uh, there's, who there's would, a U.S. Soccer Federation probably? So like, because like, if I'm looking at basketball for example right i would say it starts with like i think i would start with some somewhat of a college basketball foundation what they're trying to yeah but we bring. don't have like a system aau aau is the yeah, system yeah, yeah, now but we don't have like a u.s men's basketball world team system you know what i'm saying yes but there's a system of there is a system producing talent yeah, yeah absolutely. but there's not a system like you're saying of like Oh, this is our national team. Yeah, like, dude, there's Real Madrid system right now yeah. where there's like 11 years old who are training to be on Real Madrid when they're 18 years old. Like, they have systems in place. We we kind of, we have a style in place and we have smaller. We kind of do have a system. Like, hi, I play for Rotary in Seattle. Like, please look at me, Duke, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, but he's not like I play for Kansas's 11 year old team. Because that's illegal. Oh, and I don't play for the I don't play for the Lakers ten year old team. And then when I'm eighteen, I'm going to join the Lakers. Hovan Dermendijan says, "What's happening? What's going on, man? What is up?" Kid said, "Landon Donovan was that for a while, but Dempsey has some edge. Also, as a kid, just look at the average salary for U.S. soccer players versus U.S. NBA or U.S. MLB. And that's where I'm saying too. Yeah, that's where that's where I, in my in my last last time, I'm going to mention this part of the opinion. That's this is the this is where I fully see the difference. Where it has nothing to do with the size of the country, nothing to do with the population. It just has to do with 
what this country is showing the kids mm-hmm. growing up. You wake up in Brazil, even if you're from a rich family in Brazil or a dirt poor family in Brazil, you live for Brazilian soccer, right? right? In America, you wake up and you go see LeBron James driving his Ferrari or you go see Robinson Cano getting a $250 million contract Absolutely. with the Seattle Mariners while you, and then you go see the Sounders players making 70 K and you're like, mom, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to make it to the MLB. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not going to go to the MLS. And that's one of the problems too. And kid says, you all watching Wimbledon? Not currently, but our TV's no. not on, but going to, uh, Federer ended up losing, yeah. and that's it, which is kind of disappointing. And then uh, Nadal's still in those. Yeah, and there's a U.S. a guy from the United States, I think, playing in the semis tomorrow morning. For real? Yeah. Can you it's another that? sport that we could probably be better at. Yeah, yeah we, 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 <laughs> seriously. But yeah, the guy from the U.S. Might, might be the first one to win Wimbledon in a long time. I don't know if he lost. Uh, is that him on the screen right now? That guy looks American to me. Uh, Insner? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's 20 to 19 right now. Him. Is he, is he up or down? He's up. Oh, cool. Versus Anderson. And we have Nadal. Oh, I didn't even know that. At 1130, Nadal versus Djokovic. That's pretty cool. All right, we'll turn that on here in yeah. about 20 minutes. A uh, couple more topics really quick before we go. Because uh, my today in sports topics. University of Louisville drops Papa Isn't John's. Anderson is the longest single day match in history, by the way. Is it really? That's what uh, kids just said. Oh, wow. We'll turn it on right after this, actually, because yeah. that's funny. Is it? What, it's probably on like super extra sets or something. Yeah, what is that's it? Seven, six, seven. He's up. Twenty is twenty to twenty now. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah, me either. Um, Papa John's was dropped from the the name of the Louisville Stadium. Papa John's apparently, who's already he's been the guy that's been against the NFL protests, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I haven't. I've been very fifty fifty on protests. But, like, he was very outspoken about them ruining his business. Mm -hmm. And then he drops the N-word on a conference call, Mm -hmm. which I'm thinking about this. And I was like, how hard or, like, how out of of mind you have to be to, like, accidentally even Mm -hmm. drop the N-word on a conference call? Yeah, uh, I'm not going to make too many comments on this because I didn't really read the story. Uh, I heard Jason Whitlock say something about it on that being said, or not that being said on, was there? Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. And he said that uh, he's that he Papa John's sl- has done so much for the uh, African American community, and they're criticizing him for nothing. But I don't I have no idea. I didn't. I don't know. He did drop the N word though. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I bet, yeah. I have no idea. Well, exactly what happened. If he did, he shouldn't have. And I don't know what the. I really don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't, I, I, it's he, hard. He to said the N word on conference calls, but the apparent. Okay. Thing that's is. bad. In other news, uh, Chase Utley is is holding a for those who like baseball. Chase Utley's been a pretty big staple. He's won a he World won Series a, with the Phillies. M- he won an MVP with the Phillies too. Yeah, and then he, he was pretty. De- he was on. He was last year on the Dodgers for that run for yeah. the World Series. It looks like he has an announcement today that he's retiring. Um, great NBA career or NFL <laughs> MLB career. I'm reading soccer stuff on the screen. Great baseball career. Just wanted to give him my, you know, what's it? Not condolences. Respects. My respects. And George, it's National French Fry Day today. What are you eating today? French fries all day. It's Friday. We can have some French fries. Yeah, I've been eating well. Yeah, I'll just have French fries today for sure. Yeah, so some French fries. Um, also, DeMarco Murray, former Offensive Player of the Year, is announcing his retirement at 30. Great. Um, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about football. Everyone is starting to retire a little earlier. Everyone's breaking down a little earlier. This sport is eventually going to dissolve in the next 25 years. And it's unfortunate because I hope I, I, want, my kids, I want my kids to be diehard Seahawks fans mm-hmm. and, 
and love the sport, but it's going to change. If it doesn't dissolve, it, yeah, it's going to change in a bad way. That. It's never going to dissolve. Ever. It's going to change in a it's bad way. It's going to change drastically. I don't know if it's in a bad way, but you know what? There's still going to be, as long as there's, you know, the South loves football, I think it's just going to become a regional sport. I can see that. Yeah, that's all it's going to become. I can see that. Two more things really quick. All right. Jeremy Lin got traded to the Hawks. Um, I have to mention Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin's a staple in the NBA. He's a staple on our wall. He's right here on the wall. He he looks great. Um, I love Jeremy Lin. I think think Jeremy Lin's been undervalued in his career. I do too. He's actually really good. I thought he was very overrated and got super underrated. Super underrated because his hype was so high that everyone now is like, oh, whatever, he sucks. But He's actually pretty pretty good. good Pretty good basketball player. Last but not least, the actual big news last night, um, which it could turn out to be big news. It could turn out to be little news because it depends how he plays. But Isaiah and Thomas, also his size, for bigger small news. But um, tsh. Isaiah Thomas agrees to a one-year George. This hurts when I say it for some reason, but a two million dollar veteran minimum with the Nuggets. Like I'll take that deal. Okay, but that it still hurts. This guy was fourth in the third, sorry, in the MVP race I know. ahead of Kawhi Leonard two years ago. Gets traded to the Cavs. Is ready for this comeback. Like I'm going to be in the finals with LeBron. And as much as I think. They traded him too early in Cleveland or LeBron's defense, I guess, to whoever people think traded him really, right? Yeah, LeBron. In their defense, he was not going to be able to contribute that much that year. No. He was hurt, so they needed to make a change. But this guy was literally – he was going to get a max deal. There's like, going to be a movie about Isaiah Thomas. I mean, this guy has gone through so many ups and downs in this last like, year and a half. It goes to Phoenix, gets traded, goes to Boston – well, starts in Sacramento as the last pick in the draft. draft. <laughs> oh, let's go back to high school. Was a phenom in high school. Couldn't get into college. Went to prep school. Went to UW. Undervalued. W- wins a Pac-12 tournament with a game winner. Last First hometown of, team. Yeah. That's the only reason he got this opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. They, I mean, we all know the story. Goes to Boston. Kills it. His sister unfortunately passes away in a car accident. Has 50 points. Has 50 points the next day. Hurts himself. Plays through it. Gets traded. Goes to gets Cleveland, gets traded again, goes to LA. He's supposed to be the savior for Cleveland, for Kyrie. Yeah, and then now he's getting one year, two million. Kyrie he's going to average 30 points a game probably. And get like, a max deal. And get a max deal. Here's hopefully. my thing. Because I'm rooting for him. Two things. Saying. He has the greatest point per average in a season for Celtics history, more than Larry Bird, which is insane to me. He has the third. There's a streak, right, mm-hmm. for teams to outright lead their team in scoring. Um, for how many games in a row? He had it for 34 games in a row. The two other people on the list were above 30. Guess who? Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Wow. He's on that list. He also was fourth in MVP voting after Westbrook, Harden, Isaiah Thomas, and Kawhi Leonard. He also is the shortest player ever to have a 50-point 50, 50 playoff game. It's pretty crazy. And all this happened, and then Boston knows he's injured, which I don't blame them that much, but it's kind of a fucked up thing, like story because his yeah. sister died. He played hurt for his sister, for the city. It's, it's just Traded like oh, you're a piece of shit. We don't care. Yeah, it's 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 a cutthroat business. Now we're here, and I really, 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 I am really hoping. I think this is a great signing for Denver because Denver is young but really talented. But they can use some scoring if he can come off the bench or start. It's going to be interesting to see how that works. But if he can stay healthy and come off the bench or start and put up 
20 to 25 a game for them, which he can do if they put him in the right system. And it's reuniting with Mike Malone, his ex-Kings coach who he loves. And this is why he was one of those players. Him and DeMarcus Cousin both spoke out. They were not happy when he got fired. Yeah, I remember that. And now he's back with him on a young, evolving team. This team is one overtime game away from making the playoffs. I think Isaiah Thomas is going to get himself not a max deal, but he's going to get himself a, a new, nice $50 million deal next year. Fair enough. I agree. I'm happy for him. Uh, I think it's a good sign. I'm not happy for him. I'm happy for him for the team he landed for. It yeah, hurts I, me to say one year veteran minimum. I know it's too bad. For He's him. talking about Brinks trucks and shit. Well, you can't be talking. Well, you got, I guess it's kind of Brinks truck. I mean, the, how much does the Brinks truck really have in it? <laughs> like two million bucks, probably. Probably more. Brinks truck? I don't know. Yeah. Depends what size. Good point. Um, we got some <laughs> comments, right? Uh, a couple of them. Uh. I actually am looking something up. All right. A pallet can hold 100 racks or 100 million, and your standard-issued armored wow. truck can transport between four and six pallets or up to $600 million. And, and those bring trucks I see outside of banks have $600 million? Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> For those that didn't know, a Brinks truck, the one you see, like Brinks outside of restaurants, like Starbucks sometimes, the bank, can carry up to $600 million. These guys getting paid minimum wage probably to drive it around. Yeah, I would kind of like... I'd be like, Mexico. <laughs> drive across the border. <laughs> do, 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 do. There's, All right. pro there's probably like a tracker on it. Like, yeah. As soon as it goes off the route, brinks, like systems like... Doo, doo. Dude, that's I've never known that. All right, but let's get to this really quick so All we right. can... Uh, so we can sign off and go watch this the rest of this game if it's still playing or Djokovic and Nadal. Kid said they're playing in the fifth and final set. Crazy game, five and a half hours and counting. Jesus Christ. I know. Said drop the N-word can't happen. Has to be consequences. I agree. Thumbs up for Utley. Linsanity was way too hype was way too high. Said IT went from a two hundred million dollar player to a vet minimum like one year. He got screwed. Um, he said they can carry that much. I don't think they carry that daily. I think they carry a hundred million daily, is what it said, right? Still a lot. Two pallets. Yeah, I'd hope they don't carry that daily. Somebody, because you'd hear more stories of somebody trying to, like, steal a break. Steal it, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, and he said it's still going. We're going to yeah, go turn 21, that game 21, on. 21-21 right now. We're going to go turn that game on. For those that are watching live, you can also find our podcast. Um, if you're watching on Periscope, Facebook, or YouTube, you can find our podcast at on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just type in S-O-N-T Sports. That's Sant Sports, which sounds for Sports on Tap. If you're watching, if you're listening on our podcast after the show, which will be up here soon, if you're listening on our podcast, don't forget, we do have our live show at 10 a.m. daily, 10 a.m. Pacific, which is 1 o'clock Eastern. That is on Facebook.com slash Sports or on all our other platforms at Sports. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Sports. You can find us at Jour Sammy on Twitter and Instagram. You can find him on the same platforms. Check us out at sonshop.com. We got all our cool gear there, sontshop.com. And you can check out our, our website for all our articles and our writers' pieces at sontsports, sontsports.com. George. What's up, babe? This was episode 442, and the World Cup is on Sunday. Yeah, who, real quick, who are you rooting for? I don't know. To either. be determined. I too. think France, but I also think Croatia at the same time. I think France is going to win. That's my prediction. I'm praying for a good game is what I'm Me doing. Me too. But uh, you, you never know. I'm up, we, might put, we might go live after the game if it's a crazy game yeah, or something. something. It's an early Sunday. We won't be drunk. So, Well. You never know. 7 <laughs> we won't be drunk at 9 a.m. on Sunday. So we might never still know. be. And Kit said, see you in August. You know what? Last time Kit came to town, wasn't he supposed to surprise me? Yeah. 
I remember George was like, you have a special guest coming. And I was like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. And nobody showed up. Kittridge. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Um, and he's rooting for Croatia. We'll find out. Check out my Instagram at George or Sammy because I'm about to be putting up a post tomorrow about who you're picking, and it's gonna be a really cool one. I have an idea. Awesome. So much love, um, George. This okay. is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio Redefined. Did I steal your part? No. I think so. I said no. This is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio. And I say Redefined. Redefined. Turn it off. Individual results may vary. When it comes to vein disease and those embarrassing, painful varicose and spider veins, no one is immune. Just ask three-time beach volleyball gold medalist Misty May Trainer. I was surprised to see I had vein disease. I didn't think I was old enough. I'm a working mom of three young ones and I still coach. I need my legs healthy and performing at their best. That's when Misty went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors of Vein Clinics of America specialize in the latest laser therapies and minimally invasive treatments. It's like they turn back time. The veins they treated are completely gone and the procedure happens so fast. For over 35 years, women and men have been enjoying healthy, strong, and youthful looking legs thanks to Vein Clinics of America, like gold medalist Misty May Trainer. Vein Clinics of America worked for me and they can work for you too. Call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Most treatments are covered by insurance. 800-307-4200. That's 800-307-4200. 800-307-4200. Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees. 